Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. And now here's some truth from my guys, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. Back with the second hour of Conservative Daily Podcast. Our phone number, 888-441-1121. Call in if you want to chat about anything in the news, anything going on this week, any of the stories we covered this week, or today's topic, which is the unapologetic persecution of conservatives in this country. There was one woman, Anna Morgan, who was sentenced to three years probation for stepping foot inside the Capitol. Um, She apologized in court, but now she's making the rounds. She went on Fox News and uh, she's telling her story. So I want to play this short clip from Fox News of Anna Morgan, now convicted protester. In her words, what went down? Let's play cut number four. When they call it an insurrection, what do you say? I can only talk about the area I was in, and I don't believe it. But as I said, that's only from the area I was at in the Capitol. People were not breaking the windows. We see nothing. So you just walked in and? Yeah, we followed a 74-year-old woman in to get her out. She didn't, she didn't fight anybody to get in. We seen police officers standing in that back hallway. They were standing and they were relaxed. They didn't tell anybody to leave. They were talking and chatting with people. How has this affected your life? Well, I didn't even get to go back to work. I was fired from my job at Cook Medical and I'd been there 13 years and they didn't even bother to ask me what my part in that day was. They didn't even bother to ask me if I was violent or if I even seen any violence. I was fired. I, I didn't even go back to work to get my stuff. They sent it through FedEx. Do you have a job now? No. My husband wants me to stay home and be a mammal. Anna, thank you for telling this story. And <laughs> this is just... I, I, it's like I can't even believe I'm hearing any of this. Um, why, why can't we so have outrage? Where, where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? Yeah. Where, well, where, where is the courage? Outrage. Where is the courage? Where's the courage? Where's the standing up and saying it very, the way it is? These people are terrorists. The people in our country that are making these rules are persecuting Americans. Persecuting. They're not prosecuting. Yeah. They're not holding people accountable while they let looters and rioters and all these crap bags just run amok on our cities. And by the way, violent crime is not up in Arkansas in, in, the, in, the, in conservative-run environments. Violent crime is up in Democrat-controlled environments where they oppress people and say, oh my gosh, the conservatives are hurting us. No, you're hurting them. You're creating this. Critical race theory and gender fluidity are the things we should teach in our schools when you can't even, they can't even read a book in these inner cities. They can't even read at a seventh grade education and you want to teach them about how white people are bad. Yeah. I, I, I can't even it's fathom not. why we're not standing up with 150,000, 200,000, 300,000 people outside their door shaking the building down. Oh, that's a call to violence. No, it's not. It's a call to have accountability in our environment. That's what it's a call to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm well, glad I mean, they put the, their the, employer's name in there too. I'm glad they could. This is they're going it, it's, door it's to not, door and they're arresting everyone. Everyone who stepped foot in the Capitol, everyone who stepped foot on the steps, 
everyone who stepped foot on the grounds beyond the police barricade that was moved and removed by officers who were given stand down orders. I mean, we've seen the videos of officers waving people through. So now there are people arrested who didn't even go in the Capitol. They just went beyond the barricade and they're trying to get them for that. So people who were a block away, but the way their cell phone works, their cell phone company thought they were in it. Anyone who's ever used the Google Maps or, or Apple Maps on your cell phone knows that the GPS isn't perfect. Sometimes you can be in one house and the GPS says you're in a different house. Well, there are people who have had their lives ruined. They've been arrested, thrown in jail because the GPS coordinates showed them inside the building when they were actually outside. And the government had no proof. And yeah, they were forced to let a lot of them go, but the government is arresting people based on GPS data that we know is not reliable. Well, when, when you're you know, trying to... Go ahead. Next thing you know, they'll be, they'll be saying that, that I was there. <laughs> well, they're trying to. Yeah, the, they're trying to. They're trying to say that you were organizing it. You're trying to say I was organizing? Yes, I sent you that. I sent, I sent oh. you the two things. You have, the, you have the one guy who's saying you were in the war room running the whole thing. And then you had Maxine Waters on MSNBC referring to that war room, right? They're trying to claim that you and the other people in those war rooms were running it. And, and that, that's, that's what's coming down the pike. <laughs> Be prepared. Are you serious? They're, they're going to they're try and make well, it. Here's yeah. the problem. Ready? Ready? Here's the problem. I was in the State Department. I know. They're trying, they're trying to say that you were in the State Department running that with other people. That, that's the argument I, they're making. Okay. Well, they, all right. Just well, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't be surprised if they drag you in and subpoena you because they're going to. What do I care Nancy if they Pelosi subpoena me? Created it. Well, what do, it, what do I care? Saying, I'm just saying. See, that this it is could the type, of, this is the type of garbage that I got to that I got to hear, right? Why should I be afraid when I did nothing wrong? And by the way, if they're going to persecute me and come after me, then they're going to persecute me and come after me. If I, I, I'm I'm not going to back down from the fact that left are trash. This woman gets on Ingram Laura Ingram show and says exactly that. I'm not going to back down to say that there's not massive fraud inside of the inside of the election because I know there is. I know there is. I know that Bernie Sanders did not just have an epiphany and and God came down and said, Bernie, this is what's going to happen on the election night, two weeks before the election, where he said exactly what was going to happen. And by the way, absentee ballots and everything, they start counting those ballots two weeks before election day. Depends on the state. Depends on the state. Like and all the states we're talking about start until 14 days to 15 days. 14 to 15 days. They couldn't days. open until the same day. They are separated from the envelope between 14 and 15 days at every one of the swing states. Every one of them. Every one of them. My, my point is this. How in the world did he have this deal? How did, how did Biden get on TV and say very clearly, how did he get on TV and say, we have the greatest, or the, what, the, the largest... Uh, voter fraud organization. Voter fraud organization in the country. He said the quiet part out loud. How is it that they said that a pipe burst in Atlanta? And guess what? It was a leaky toilet. It was a leaky toilet. I don't care what you do with a toilet. I don't care if you put an M80 in it. It's not going to be enough water to shut down an entire deal. But they lied. What did they do? The they they shut. They they shut down. I mean, it's not just one part. They shut down other states using the same strategy. Oh, we're not counting anymore. We're stopping counting. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. And they all went down at the same time. And if you look at the yeah. fraud in each one of those states that are all run by Dominion Voting Systems or Smartmatic or ESNS or Heart, they're all doing the same thing. They're all having the same issue. They want us to be convinced that we're stupid, that we can't, that we can't stand up and actually talk about truth. And they're censoring people saying it's misinformation. It's not misinformation. 
Trump came out and said ivermectin will help. They had fact checkers that say, no, it won't. There was an entire study. And now it's coming out that it saves lives. And instead of actually saying when the doctor says, hey, the reason why people have actually lived is because I gave them ivermectin and HCQ. No, what do they do? They take the video down. Now I'm going to, this is a bombshell. You ready? Bombshell. Tig, John Tigan. He's going to talk about it today a bit, a little bit. But John, Tig Tigan, American hero, Benghazi, 13 hours. His, <laughs> he's recovering right now from COVID. And he has another massive complication that would have made it very difficult. He was on a downhill spiral. His dad happened to get his hands on ivermectin. The doctors weren't going to give it to him. The hospital wasn't going to give it to him. He was in bad shape. Guess what is happening right now to him? Guess what's happened? Getting Guess what better. happened, Max? He's getting, getting better. better. He had to hide the use of ivermectin to get better in a hospital. And you're trying to tell me that these crap bags on the left care about us as Americans? You're trying to tell me that I should be upset because they that. say that I'm inciting something? What? I'm not, I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying be prepared. They're, they're probably going to try and call you in. That's Let's go. Saying. Let's go. They're, they're mm-hmm. already attacking me in every other way. They got an activist as a judge that is violating the law, which is why we're going to print everything. We're going to put it all out there. All right, you want to do that? I want the American public to see what we're up against with Eric Coomer, with Dominion Voting Systems, with... Smartmatic, I want him to see. I want him to see what the judge does. I want him to see that a judge literally advocated for the plaintiff in our case. Advocated. Brought it up out of nowhere. Brought it up out of nowhere and said, oh, I see. I want to give the plaintiff another opportunity, another bite at the apple to get discovery. That actually happened on a call with lawyers. The judge advocating for the plaintiff and disallowing a judge that has sat on the bench for 20 years, and this woman has not, disallowed that without any case law being stated. Any. At all. I, I, find, it, I find the entire thing disgusting. Disgusting. I think our country, the, these people are evil, and they're not even pretending they're not evil anymore. They are torturing people in these jails. This woman was arrested she got three years probation for walking into the Capitol. You have people that burned down buildings, looted, caused people to die, turned over cars, hit people with cans, did things to terrorize our community, and they're being let go. Yeah. You tell me how that equals that. You tell me how there's equal application of the law. You tell me how that's not persecution. You tell me when they can't get math, science, English, they can't get basic history done within schools. And now, none of that is important. Let's just do gender fluidity and critical race theory to say that you're a victim and they are the people that are creating this victimology. That's what we're dealing with today. And that is the message I'm taking across the entire country. See, I love my country, and I think that this infection in our country is destroying the fiber of everything good, not just here, but globally. People are going to die everywhere. And by the way, the WHO and these clowns that are in these elitist environments, they've been talking about shrinking the population across the globe for decades. 
And now they're getting it by mass suicide. Kids that are dying off, confusing the hell out of them, making sure they can't have kids, injecting something in their vein that is not even, it's, it's for emergencies. Where's the emergency with our kids? Yet we don't talk about it. We don't stand up. We don't do the things that are necessary to protect our children. We say, nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it. Well, when, when is it? When is it that you can do something about it? When? When, when are we going to stand up and say something? When are we going to stop them from terrorizing and torturing and beating political prisoners in our jails? And then telling us, huh, what are you going to do about it? You don't have F-15s. You don't have nuclear weapons. In a, in a show of power of how they can destroy um, the Americans that are standing up for American principles, for the Constitution. One side of the mouth talking about destroying the Constitution, taking away your Second Amendment rights. They're, they're already censoring speech. That's the First Amendment. When is it going to get, when we get to what, the 19th Amendment? Because I think the only people that are standing up are women, grandmas, and a few select men. Where are, where are our men? Where are the men that are willing to stand up and sacrifice it all to stop this ha from happening in our country? Where are they at? Now, we have weak crap bags that we take from, from schools, Ivy League schools, and we put them in there where we've created this environment of indoctrination. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. What's more disgusting is that we don't stand up. What's more disgusting is we don't take the time to stand up and that we just want to survive. We just, let's just go over here and maybe we can just live isn't that what it's all about? It's just about living. Is it just about living? That's the question I have. Is it just about living? And by the way, go ahead and play the first part of that video if you would. This is what Fauci was talking about when he said standing in a pool. Right? This is, this is footage yeah. from that. Please don't play the sound. Yeah. It's a video. No, it's not. It's a video. So, while they, while they try, oh, we got it. No, it's a picture. Um, while they try and figure that out, we mentioned earlier that Rudy Giuliani is is uh, having his he's, he has had his law license suspended in the state of New York um, for lying, which is the most ridiculous thing because under that concept, any lawyer that goes before a court and says my client is innocent and loses his case would now be disbarred. I mean, th that's, a, that's a terrifying standard to set the idea that a lawyer defending their client and, uh, and, and if the court doesn't agree, they're going to lose their license. I'm terrified of what that looks like, but I think it's probably just an exception for Trump supporters. But I want to put this up because just to show you that there is an unequal justice system in the country. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. These are two lawyers, two Brooklyn attorneys, who firebombed a New York Police Department vehicle during the riots last year. They got a plea deal. They got a plea deal, and they're allowed to continue practicing law in the state of New York. So these two lawyers firebombed a police car. They yeah. were arrested. They were charged. They pled guilty. And now they are still allowed to, to practice law in New York. But Rudy Giuliani isn't. Maybe Rudy Giuliani, I, I, I don't know, maybe uh, shot in the dark. Maybe if he firebombs a police car, he'll be able to practice law again. I don't know. But just to show how ridiculous of a decision that was, these two lawyers literally tried to firebomb, firebomb a police car, and they're still allowed to practice law. They, their law licenses were not suspended, but Rudy Giuliani's is. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it, Joe?
No, it doesn't make sense. It makes less sense because this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. They're letting criminals on the streets because they want them to terrorize us. They want them. They, they're, they're become, they have become their army of destroying America. They have become the army of oppressing people. They have become the army of instilling fear. They've become the army. While the police officers say, I'm just doing my jobs. While these terrorist, leftist, radical, activist DAs and judges dole out this unequal treatment. That means we live in a lawless society. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going back to the 1400s. That's what we're doing right now. We're repeating history and over and over and over and over again. We're, it's like the Salem witch trials. They are. So we're going to take a. We're going to take a caller if, if he's still on the line. But before I do, want to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by Berna HD. The Berna HD is not technically a firearm. It is a non-lethal self-defense weapon. Berna, H, Berna Technologies, their whole, their whole motto is live safe. The ability to protect yourself, your loved ones, your household without having to take a life. The Berna HD starts at just $359, which might seem like a lot of money. But if you've checked a gun store lately, gun prices are up. Ammo prices are up. It looks a lot more affordable nowadays. The Burn HD, as I said, technically not a firearm, but it is an incredibly powerful and effective self-defense device that uses pepper, pepper and gas, and kinetic hard plastic projectiles to subdue an assailant for up to 20 minutes, giving its user enough time to escape. We played a video when we first had them as a sponsor showing their own head of marketing getting shot with the pepper balls. It completely debilitated him, and I've seen pictures of the, of the kinetic ones leave a welt, the welt the size of a quarter. It has an effective range of 66 feet, which makes it more effective than pepper spray or stun guns, which have an effective range of around 10 feet, depending on wind conditions. Currently, It's currently adopted by law enforcement and private security firms across the U.S. to help them de-escalate stressful situations before they have to resort to lethal means. Over 50,000 consumers have also chosen Burn HD as one of their self-defense options, including Sean Hannity, who says that he's been telling everyone he recently purchased the Burn HD, and if you hit somebody with it, it instantly stops them without killing them. So go to their website, burna.com, B-Y-R-N-A.com. And when you use promo code CONSERVATIVE10, that's CONSERVATIVE10, all one word, you'll get 10% off your purchase. Now, that can't be combined with any other special bundles or offers. So again, that's B-Y-R-N-A.com. And when you go to burna.com, use promo code CONSERVATIVE10, and you'll get a 10% discount on your purchase. So we should still have a caller. Um, we have James on the line. James wants to talk about the how the police officers were behaving at the Capitol on January 6th. James, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you letting me speak. I've had the opportunity of uh, being in D.C. on January the 6th, and it was an mm -hmm. eye-opening experience. So uh, one of the things that most people don't say a lot about is how much interaction was going on. Most of the crowds were ignorant of anything happening around them. I know myself and the crew I was with, we didn't know what was going on. Um, but once we got closer to where we heard noise, uh, we realized what was going on. People were getting flashbanged directly into the crowds, shooting in on the people. Actually, um, some people that we met uh, in D.C. actually got hit with flashbangs in the head. The police were shooting just directly into the crowd arbitrarily, um, they were pepper spraying the elderly, yeah. women with children. They were, what I saw was the police being the ones, being the violent ones. In the, where people were standing up, they were shooting. 
Now, I did see, uh, I witnessed a team of people, they were all in black, that pushed through the crowds, and they came snaking through a little bit later, and they had pepper spray all on them, like, and they had no markings. At the time, I originally thought, hey, I saw police going in to support other police, and it wasn't until later I realized, oh, that was probably Antifa that was running through there. I don't know if it was, yeah. I'm sure, but... The, they definitely were attacking the police. They weren't on the police side, that's for sure. And they weren't wearing any markings, any Trump paraphernalia, nothing going on there. So, the, so, so you what saw the officers, was, the, the officers were, were, were getting violent. The officers were getting violent first. Um, I mean, we've seen a lot, of, a lot of it. It also seems like at some point they were told to stand down because we've seen plenty of videos of the officers ushering people in did you see that sudden change? Not saying if you saw an order come down, but did you notice a change where it went from police officers fighting to just standing back and letting them people in? What I saw, I wasn't up right up at the building. Uh, I saw the police shooting the pepper spray on the crowds, uh, just Trump supporters, and just shrugging their shoulders when people were asking, why are you doing this? Uh, I didn't see that change. I got out of there before. I, once I realized what was going on, we, me and the crew I was with, we hauled tail out of there and didn't stay around for, yeah. to see what was really going on up at the Capitol building. But the we definitely, one of the interesting things, we walked up as we were going towards the Capitol. We heard uh, what sounded like mortar shells going off, like for a fireworks show, like the 4th of July. And then we saw smoke coming up, and we're like, and the crowds were, every time that happened, the crowds were cheering and clapping and just excited. And we were looking around trying to figure out where the fireworks were. No one knew until we got closer that that was the police flashbanging the crowds and tear gassing the crowds. The crowds had wow. no clue what was going on. And that was in the, like 20, 40 feet away. We, you could hear the bangs, but you didn't know what was going on around you. And I, what I saw was small groups of people just huddled up praying all around the Capitol. So I know that they say it was a deadly, violent riot, but I can tell you what I saw, the violence was from the police, and the crowds were peaceful. Now, I'm not going to say yeah. there wasn't some stupid idiots that went forward and did stupid things, because I met one or two of them, but the majority of the crowds didn't have a clue what was going on. It was a yeah. very surreal moment, and... Uh, if you hadn't been there, you would have thought there were millions of people there. At least that's what we thought when we were there. It wasn't – now, at the Capitol building, there was a lot less, but at the Ellipsis, there was at the, at large the Ellipsis, crowds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah. many that it was just packed. So so how long did you – how long did it take you to get from the Ellipse to the Capitol building? Because th this notion we, – we still have it going – people making this claim today that Donald Trump incited this violence – but I've made that walk, and it takes – even if you're walking at a brisk pace, it'll still take you 20 minutes. Easily. D.C., it's, Easily. A, it's a pretty significant distance. And the crowds had gathered before Trump had even start, started speaking. So how long did it take you to walk from the Ellipse to the Capitol building with all the crowds? I would say it took uh, over 40 minutes, but we actually – the crew and I were like – we've been at the Ellipse since like uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. And we all need to yeah. go to the restroom. So we actually walked away from the Capitol building to go find a place to go to the restroom. And then we finally caught up with some of the crowds that were heading that towards the Capitol. We didn't know anything was going on. 
when we headed that way. But it, it took quite a while to walk there. And they had the other thing that was really obvious is there was no porta potties around. I saw ten porta potties for the millions of people that were there, or at least hundreds of thousands that were there. They wow. everybody that I was with said they thought it was a setup. When we walked away after we started seeing the news reports of what all had happened, it's like it was a complete setup. They wanted the crowds to get arrested for 100%. using the restroom in places they shouldn't. They were it, everything about it was a setup from what everything that we saw and what we heard. Uh, there's some more things about what was going on in the morning, some and interactions we had with the police before we got to the ellipsis, but at the Capitol, the violence was all from the police, and we were being kind of chased by some police based on a comment that was said uh, in the morning. It was kind of, I say chase, we were walking and they were walking and following us. And later yeah. someone said, hey, the police were following the group of you guys and they were going to arrest you, and we were just talking. The wow. police were on edge at the very beginning of the morning. So it was, it was surreal. Well, now now and, they're feeding uh, those people in jail. I've no. told people that know me that there's a good chance that uh, they'll be picking me up just because I was in D.C. on the 6th, not because I interacted yeah. on the you, 6th. You, you, obviously, I hope that doesn't happen, but people have been arrested for just going to the Ellipse. And there was one woman, I, I, if I remember correctly, she was at the Ellipse, and someone overheard her as saying she was in D.C., and she got picked up by, by federal agents. And she wasn't yeah. even at the Capitol. She just went to the Ellipse. I mean, we're living in a, in a country now. We're going to an opposition rally, not even anywhere near the Capitol. Brown shirts. That is apparently now criminal. Brown shirts. It's apparently now criminal. Yeah, we, we have a well, whole plan. I, Max, uh, and, and just so you know, I had to build an entire plan so that if I do get arrested, they can push all the media out to everywhere. I have a bunch of information. Uh, that kill I, switch? Uh, it's like a kill switch. So we have all yeah. this stuff that goes out to all this stuff. I had a PR person that literally I had to take all this data and say, look, this is all the information I haven't released. I, I need to release this information. And, um, yeah, and I had to do that because, uh, because my government is infiltrated by Antifa terrorists, leftist terrorists. I mean, it, it's not yeah. a mistake that the FBI agent way back when, when Trump was in office, was saying, I'm busy, you know, destroying or dismantling the U.S. as we know it. Remember that? Yeah. Text yeah, I do. James, thank you so much for the call. Really do appreciate it, and I, and I hope they don't. They don't, um, they don't come after you because it sounds like you certainly did nothing wrong. But thanks for the call, James. Thank you. Um, God bless. Thanks. Yeah, I, I remember that, Joe. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we didn't get into a conversation and leave him just yeah. hanging on hold. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's good that you have that that quote unquote kill switch um, where you can give people give different people in the media a key. Um, that's like what Julian Assange did. Um, there's like a, there's like a, a key to download it. And, and it'll, it'll go live if there's ever any reason for it to go live. I mean, you, you see what happened with, with McAfee just just yesterday, the All day right. before. Yeah. I mean, we're living in weird times. And, and you know that McAfee was approved for transfer, extradition to the United States. Extradition is handled not by the State Department. Technically, it's, it's a branch that's run by the FBI. So the, so if, if he was killed by our own government, it was not the State Department. I mean, it might have been, but more likely the FBI. I mean, this is getting – you can't trust anyone in government. Yeah, you can't you trust can't. anyone. You can't, which is why if they if they drag you in, Joe, I would say – I know you don't want to do it, but I'd just say I'm, I don't trust any of you people. I'm pleading the fifth and just be done with it. 
Well, I mean, um, look, I, I told people what I know to the point where I d- didn't divulge any information that would be further. But here's the thing. Here's the interesting part about this. Um, you know, my lawyers were talking about the fact that the activist that's overseeing the court case with Coomer, that uh, she violated, clearly violated law. So we went ahead and put together a um, motion to reconsider. And she hadn't, she hasn't ruled on that yet. But we're basically, we're doing it because we want the American people to see that she's not a judge. She's an activist. She's not acting on the better interest of being unbiased and, and standing in the rule of law. She's acting as an activist. And so we did, we did this. And so we have all this information that went in uh, on this uh, motion to reconsider. But the information that that on the discovery that's, by the way, happening way before discovery is supposed to happen, right? This is way before discovery is supposed to happen. The, the, informa- <laughs> the information that he's asking for has to do with Dominion. And he's asking yeah. me, do you know this person, this person? Oh, by the way, you have to give us the name of the person that is the, the Antifa guy that gave you access. And I was like, I got to do what? No, that's not going to happen. No, you're a journalist. You're a journalist. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, matter. Journalists are not journalists. That you, you can't, you can't put somebody's life in jeopardy. There's so much information yeah. we have about what Eric Coomer has already done to people. It's unbelievable what he's done. It's and interesting. The only that they person say that-, that would know, the only person that would know about that that environment is Eric Coomer himself. Yeah. And so we just it's have been recording that- the information, taking the information, being very diligent about gathering that information, just walking through the process. And and frankly, they say, they say there they say there was no call, but then they say who was the Antifa person that let you in on the call? They know they What's know that? about the call. And so I know which the one FBI is it? knows about is it. Is there no the call or I, look? Yeah, mm, er, Eric Coomer loves a little Eric Coomer. He loves himself. Is that a euphemism? No, no. But I mean, literally, one of the people that I met with, who he says, oh, you know, I understand. I said, well, you know, the guy is an egomaniac. He is narcissistic. And that person said, and I recorded it, oh, Eric Coomer loves a little Eric Coomer. I said, then what do you think this braggadocious thing like just went away? That, this, that, that, that part of his personality just went away? And how about the lies? How about the fact that he lied in an op-ed? And how about the fact that they tried to update the op-ed? Too late. We already had the information. What about all the other stuff that they've been doing? Like cleaning oh, did they the edit it? Did they edit it? I, I don't know. I, I, somebody sent me something saying it was updated. I don't know if it was updated, uh, but they, they took a, they took screenshots and I took screenshots and we'll compare them later. But, but I do know this, there are, there are many, many posts and videos that have been taken down all over the internet that have Eric in them. They've been taken down. I mean, they're scraping the entire internet. And then th- there's a massive problem when they do get access to some of this discovery, which I, I told my attorney, I go, first of all, we're not to the place yet where we can file a lawsuit to, to file a counterclaim, but we're going to. We're not to the place where we can actually move this up to federal court, but we're going to. We're not to a place where um, we can start being fully d- disclosed everything out in the public so that people can see. And, and the bad part about my case is that the stuff that I have that they're going to get in discovery, I can tell you right now, their lawyer is going to be like this. Oh, crap. And I'm like, okay, well, you asked for it. I'm going to give it to you. But now I get to, I get to, I get to now sue you. See, now that you know you what you did was what. If, if they, if they, if they give them discovery, obviously, if it's if it's on completely ridiculous grounds and, and there's no legal basis for it at all, um, are, will you appeal it or do you have well, to here's, wait? Here's I mean, the problem: giving them over truth, your documents truth, is why, why going to be harmful. No, no, no. Truth is a great equalizer. So the the second the point that I give them that information. 
and they go through that information and look at the timelines of that information and the conversations and the emails and all the other stuff that we have. By the time they get through that entire process, they're going to have to go, ooh, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah. And they're going to have to, at some point, they're going to have to, they're going to have to reconcile this lawsuit with Eric Coomer. They're going to have to reconcile with him and say, what have you done? And I, and I know for a fact Dominion's going to have to have that conversation with them. They're going to have to if they're not a part of it. And if there are people in the PE firm that just wanted to make money on it, great. Okay, great. But now you realize, now you're at that place where you realize what you're dealing with. And here's some pseudonym names that he has, and here's how he's posted, and here's his... Here, here's some, some information that you're probably going to want to look into. And my attorney has been nailing me down saying, attorneys have been nailing me down saying, Joe, just hold on to that information. I'm like, look, I'm just going to publish all of it. <laughs> They're like, no, no, don't do that. The, 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 the point that I, I bring up, Max, is that we keep winning. We, there, there is so much data out there that shows that this fraud is massive. Massive. And by the way, you don't cut the tongue out of the person that is lying. You cut the tongue out of the person that is telling the truth. And I have told the truth through the entire time. Nothing has ever changed. Nothing. Nothing's changed. And, and by the way, I was there. I walked through it. But, but the problems that we face right now is that the left are getting the only opportunity to talk about it, and they're lying. They're lying. And so we're just seeding lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. And then we just start going after him. We say, okay, we're going to sue you for defamation. we sue you for defamation. We're going to sue you for defamation. Because I can't ever go back to being a CEO of a data company. I can't ever go back in the tech business. I can build an alternate tech environment, do all that stuff, and contribute to that and build on that. But I can't go back to, you know, seeking out the recognition for building something great when it comes to innovation. I mean, maybe I can. Maybe that's not true. But... I mean, it'll always be the left versus the right. That, that, that part of our history is never going to change. They opened up that Pandora's box. They can never put that genie back in the bottle. Can't. And so we are, we are on a path right now where we're building two different, two different societies. I almost feel, and this is something that, that, Max, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know how the listeners feel about this. But I almost feel as if we should just split the country in half and let the radical lefts take the one side and we'll take the other side. It sounds good to me. You know, just split it. And you, you uh, radicals get over here. We'll go over here. And then watch how quickly people that are the radicals decide that, hey, why are they, why are they doing so well? Why are they happy? Why do they have joy? Why do they have peace over there? Man, we're <laughs> no, just forget about that. Here. Why do they have food? We've seen what happened when Chaz tried yeah. to have a garden. <laughs> I mean, before they start being, uh, being, uh, jealous of our happiness and our fun they're going to starve to death because you give you give a liberal some vegetable seeds and they're not going to be able to feed themselves no way no how um i'll tell you whether we split or not it's very obvious that i mean joe biden said it yesterday that we are more divided now than at any point since the civil war in large part because of him um, countries getting divided more and more every day. Now is the time to defend yourself if you haven't already taken the steps to do so, which is why we're proud to mention that this podcast is sponsored by We the People Holsters. They sent me one for my 1911. I wouldn't be recommending it if I haven't been using it to carry around. And because, listen, this is a life or death um, topic. We can't be promoting a bad product. And I'll tell you, We the People Holsters are about as good 
as they get. We the People holsters are made in the United States and their holsters start at just $40. Think about that. Just start at $40. They're custom molded to fit the exact firearm you use. So you tell them what firearm you use. You tell them the configuration. Does it have uh, a flashlight? Does it have a red dot sight? Um, it, it maybe even custom stuff. I'm sure they could help you out if you have if you have issues with that. You tell them what kind of firearm you use and they'll send you a custom molded perfectly fit firearm. And if it's off, if it doesn't fit right, if it catches, if it snags, send it back and they'll send you a new one. There are thousands of different options and configurations to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with Realtree camouflage. While you're there, make sure you add some of that bacon jerky to your cart. Make sure you check out their full line of patriotic t-shirts and their new EDC tactical gun belt, all of which is 100% manufactured in the United States. So show your support for our show and this great American company by going to www.wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD. And when you get there, use promo code CD10, Charlie Delta 10. I got to hammer this home because that promo code will get you $10 off. So a $40 holster, use that promo code. It becomes a $30 holster. Show me where you can have a find a custom molded holster with, with a money back guarantee. If it, they'll fix it if it goes bad. Made in America for $30. I dare you because you're not going to find it. So again, we the peopleholsters.com forward slash CD. We the peopleholsters.com forward slash CD. And use promo code CD10 to get $10 off your order. Yeah, I've been using it for the past couple weeks. I love it. It's my outdoor yard work gun for my 1911. Not really a super concealable gun. But uh, it definitely, definitely does the job. And I'm ha- I would happily trust that with my life. It sure as hell beats the old leather Galco holster I was using for it a while back. So I, I want to play this clip, Joe, of Joe Biden doing what I just mentioned. Well, before we get to that, did you see? Uh, before, we don't have to play the divide. We know that that's what he said. Did you see the comment Joe made about the vaccinations that Joe Biden made about the vaccinations? No. They're not going to hit the critical number. They're not going to hit the critical number, which means that we might not be able to have Fourth of July. That's a, that's an old threat from from good old Sleepy Joe, but that is a threat nonetheless. We might not be able to hit the numbers to allow us to spend Fourth of July out barbecuing, which I guess is a good time to mention. Go ahead, go to my screen. We have new T-shirts up on the Conservative Daily Store right now. You're gonna want to go check them out. Hands up, don't nuke. That's a great one for uh, for Joe Biden threatening to nuke Americans. Hands up, don't nuke. And then we have come and take it. I like this one in particular because um, <laughs> he doesn't want us to barbecue. So come and take it. A take on the, uh, <laughs> on the come and take it flag. But there's a nice little barbecue with a steak on it instead. Um, we also have a couple other ones. We have them tank tops for summer. Arms out. It's, it's tank top weather. And we have a couple other ones that are down at the bottom. Let me find it. Uh, where is it? Come on, come on. Don't ban me, bro. We have the stickers. And then we have this one. I'm particularly fond of this one, the running on empty t-shirt. Biden is running on, come on, running on empty. It's Biden Harris with an empty gas gauge. That one's great as well. So go ahead and go to conservative-daily.com and you'll see the link uh, for the store up at the top. Go there. We're, we're getting a new store. That, that's still in the works, but we, our old store is still running. So if you want to yeah, get this, one of these t-shirts, make sure you pick them up. The store, the store will be up here soon. And by the way, I'm doing a lot of things all at the same time. So that's one of the reasons why, right? I'm going to move over a little bit. Hold on a second. I got a surprise guest here for you. For those of you that are on D live, you're heckling me. 
little heckler. I don't know what you're talking about. I never do that. All right. So let me play the clip for you and Tig. Joe Biden claimed that the reason they're not going to hit the vaccination numbers is because black people are afraid of the Tuskegee Airmen (laughs) and that Hispanic people are all afraid of being deported. Let's play the clip. This is cut number one. For people, there's a reason why it's been harder to get African-Americans initially to get vaccinated because they used to be an experiment on the Tuskegee Airmen and others. People have memories. People have long memories. It's awful hard as well to get Latinx vaccinated as well. Why? They're worried that they'll be vaccinated and deported. So look, from day one, something that Governor Cooper has been totally focused on. Cut there. Um, So let's go these one by one. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. The Tuskegee Airmen were a squadron of all black fighter pilots from World War II. The Tuskegee syphilis experiments. No, no, different, different thing. The Tuskegee syphilis experiments, completely different. They just happen to be from the same city, Tuskegee. So he says that black people don't want to get vaccinated because of an all-black squadron of World War II fighter pilots. And also, we got to take those screen out, that Hispanics don't want to get vaccinated because they're all afraid they're going to be deported. Apparently, Joe Biden thinks all Hispanics are illegal immigrants. Um, <laughs> but, but this, is, pretty, pretty this is the racist part out loud. This is the part. And by the way, they're still yeah. experimenting in black communities. They're still experimenting in black communities with different vaccines. They're still experimenting in black communities with different shots. And, and they're, they're still doing it. Nothing's changed. Now they're just trying to hide it. You know, Kevin Jenkins at the uh, uh, Global Urban Health Alliance was talking about some of the things that have happened in the black community over the last two decades, the, the rise in autism, the rise in some of the things that are associated with these vaccines. And and. No, nobody cares. Nobody's talking about it. They're, they're acting like it doesn't exist. They're acting like that all of that is just nothing to see here. Everything that Biden and his evil regime does is designed to kill Americans. And more specifically, it's designed to weaken the minority communities. Every, everything isn't designed to kill Americans. It's, it's designed to weaken America, though. That, that's, everything they're doing isn't to try and kill people. A lot of it is. Well, look at LSD with the military. Yeah, the, the, that, that's that's absolutely LSD. true. I know. Why? Is, I wouldn't. I mean, I got I got ripped off. I got I got in during <laughs> during the SARS and all the other experimental drugs that they injected me with. Um, but and you can't even ask questions when you're in the military what they inject you with. You just walk in, they inject you with it, and get out. Yeah, it's true. I wonder what they're going to try and do to those people in the military now. Is well, there any sort of is there any sort of uh, implied consent? Well, I think like uh, what they say, like sixty percent of the Marine Corps told them no. On the vaccine? Yeah. Yeah. And now they're yeah. going to figure out how what are they going to do? Abolish the well, Marines? Call them the Dereens? Well, no. Call what them Dereens now. Is what they're going to do. They're going to say, well, you have to take this. Otherwise, you're considered non-deployable. And which is what they're doing yeah. now. Which which then you become, then you go against the, the UCMJ because, so they'll, they'll get them. It's just, but it's just sad. But again, I mean, look how many yeah. kids out of the military have mental and physical issues. A ton. A ton. 
Well, look at autism is, is high in the military. We we should talk about. I mean, and I don't even know if he feels comfortable talking about it. We have somebody that works inside of the company who has two um, handicapped children, and he has gone through hell in a handbasket. And he is a, he is a great man to have to go through it. But he was in the military for you know twenty plus years. Still is. Well, he's got three. If he's in, if he works in the office, he's got you. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Hey, so there's a reason why I wanted to bring you in here. I talked a little bit about it before, and you know, we had talking about something that I know is you're you're not a f- super emotional person when it comes to talking about this, and you, you're get matter of fact. But you sent me a text message last week, and you said, "Hey, my my dad's not doing so hot, yep. right? And he's in the hospital, and things are looking bad." And I kept pushing you, and I was like, "Look, you have to get in to see him. You have to give him ivermectin." And he was able to get it. I'm not going to say how he got it, but he was able to get ivermectin. And, uh, but the doctor wasn't going to prescribe it. Can you just t- tell everyone about that and then tell them how he's doing now, which is a complete miracle. It's a complete turnaround. Yeah, so he went in. His, uh, his oxygen level was in the 60s. Um, he's, shoot, he's, you know, he's, he's a pretty old guy, out of shape. He's at a triple bypass. He's at COPD. So he's, you know, he's, he's, he's got a, some comorbidities. Yeah, he's got some issues. Um, but, again, so do I. But uh, so he went in. Uh, the initial, the initial clinic he was in, they, they did a chest x-ray, and again, the COPD was flared up in his chest. Um, they, they took the COVID test, we waited on that, and they eventually, it took him forever to get him into the main hospital, hours, I mean, hours to get to the main hospital, and he's the only one on the floor, by the way. Um, <clears throat> so we finally get him in, and you know, again, obviously, we call the doctor, say, hey, can you get him the, uh, the malaria, like the hydroxychloroquine, and the other one you said, yeah, ivermectin. Ivermectin. And, again, they, they come back. It's like, no, we don't do that stuff here. We give them something better, and that's a home rem- remedy kind of thing is pretty much is what they are saying at the hospital. So his, True his, story. So his oxygen intake went from 15 liters all the way up to 50 liters, uh, and it, they still could not get his oxygen above se- uh, above 70. So, obviously, that's not good at all. Anybody knows anything about you know, oxygen and blood in your brain and, and all that fun stuff. So finally, we end up getting him the, the right stuff. And within 48 hours, now he's down to 15 liters a day. And he's off all the other stuff. And so and his appetite's improved. And again, it's just, you know, it, it goes back to just the system hating something that one other person promoted. Well, it's when, not even that. They, they can kill off people. They can kill off the most vulnerable among us. Yeah. Right. And and you could say that it's not cynical. It's not sinister. That the intentions aren't sinister. Then why wouldn't you try? There's no guys. Listen to me. There are no bad effects for ivermectin. None. I mean, if you're allergic to it, yes. But there are no <laughs> zero side effects that can kill you. There are. Without there are not zero side effects. And again, like I'm saying, when that can kill you. There are. He had his su- every time he would talk, there every time he would move, his oxygen level would drop. But after again, 48 hours after he got these meds, they went from 50 liters down to 15 liters, and it's dropping almost every day. So again, all they had to do is I'm um, they give him this drug. I mean, for how fast it worked, you can't say, well, it was just coincidental. Yeah, my ass. It's just it, it's effective. It works. And again, the doctors they don't want to prescribe it because, like he was saying, it's a population control thing. Um, it's it's uh, yeah. you, you have the doctor that was the, there was a doctor literally on TV, and they asked him why are your patients not dying, and he goes, 
because I'm giving them hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. <laughs> Literally said that. So YouTube took the video down. Yep. And that's it. It's, yeah. It's. And they would have been happy with your dad dying because it's not their family. No. That's the same thing about Fauci, what Fauci did. He told one family member, go get HCQ. At the same time at a press conference, he stands out there and he says very clearly, HCQ doesn't work. Why? Why? Because the leftists are trash. Because the radical left are trash. Because they are nothing but pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. And everything that they do is to destroy and weaken the American way. Kind of wonder if they're going to let me back in the hospital. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You don't have to say how he got it. We talked about that he got it. He got it in his hands and he took it. And now he's doing better. So... And just I get was, him a pet. I was adamant. Was Ivermectin is fully approved for like in-home application for pets. So just get him a pet. There no, but, that, but that's not the point. The point is, is that I I was pushing it hard, and you're like, ah, oh, we can't. I'm like, man, you you go down there and you. Well, the thing is, they wouldn't even let us in initially. We couldn't even get into the hospital to see him, and you're you're wearing like freaking level ten mop gear, yeah, uh, which is military NBC nuclear biological chemical warfare gear, but. Again, that's how, and again, you have to, it's a 24-hour appointment, and then you can only be in there for an hour. Because if you're in there for an hour and a half, that's when the virus really gets bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he's the only one on the floor, by the way. Yeah. Really? The only one on the floor? Wow. Yep. But but now that he's doing better, you know what they're doing? Now is when we, we bring him on. When he gets done, we bring him on, and we tell him, all right, tell your story. I was going downhill, and I took this. That dad will come on, but he might. <laughs> my, my point is that they just they, they do everything they oh, can they to just destroy people. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yep. it's it's an it's a it's crazy. But again, we got to keep fighting back. You know, it's uh, it's the people actually who stand up and and actually believe in the science, the real science of it, and keep pushing back. And you know, again, I wouldn't. Who knows? He might have been dead by now because I mean, his oxygen was just. Yeah, it was, it was well, pretty the, bad. The next step was them putting him up, intubating him. Uh, that was the next step. Two steps. He was he was one, yeah. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, no, he was one step away. And again, he's saying, Don't, I will not be incubated. You will not be putting that machine on me. So, yeah. But but this is what we deal with. And, th- and this is why we talk about how they they just they, they get a free run. Right? They get to over here tell people in this secret society, hey, listen, here, go take this ivermectin, go take this HCQ, and then over here, we're going to silence anyone that talks about that because we don't want you to live. I want you to know what they want to do. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy you. Yep, and they do. And mm-hmm. they don't care what color you are. They just care if you are against their agenda. Again, for a family member, even or even the the patient requesting the drug, saying I want this, and they tell you no. Who's really controlling your health care? Hundred percent. It ain't you. Sure, the hell ain't you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys saw this. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. I'm trying to track down whether this is 100 percent accurate, but lots of people are posting it. Look, it sounds like the Make a Wish Foundation is going to be requiring Wish Kids. So these are kids with terminal or very very bad illnesses their siblings family members and any other minors that participate in the wish to be fully vaccinated before they have their wishes granted so you have kids on their deathbed this is trash um at a time when not only is it not approved for for those ages but there's also now investigations on whether it could be very harmful for kids from those ages make a wish foundation the fact that this is even possible 
that they would deny a dying kid their make their wish over over a vaccine. Um, yeah, this is a this is pretty terrible, objectively pretty terrible. Reaction, Joe. I think they're trash. I think they're absolute trash. Yeah. I think they're absolute well, trash. Do, do you guys have anything else you want to mention before we, we wrap up the show for the day? Any other final thoughts? Well, you can you know you can join us in a couple more hours on the Modern Patriot for a better show. Better show? Ooh, you could have said like a different show. You could have said you could have said a lot of things. I don't know about that. That's the same thing. Better show. That's just that's <laughs> terrible. I'm not going to be on it with you. So if I was on it with you, you could say it's a better show because then. You know, I'd be there with you. No, that's why it's going to be a better show. Oh, because I'm not going to be there. Oh. You got the Democrat over here. <laughs> Gee, it, it's a better show. This guy. Fifty uh, percent of the time, though, you, you, it it gets re- rebroadcast as the title of this show. No, um, which is fine. Whatever. <laughs> now, again, it just goes back to like people need to start standing up and protecting each other and protecting your families. Just like you know, you know, Joe, you know. Did, just does helping my dad actually get better and because they're saying he dude's going to stay in the hospital if he even gets out a month or more um and again within wow. a week he got i mean within two days of him getting the meds you know miraculously recovering again copd triple bypass i think it's either triple or double bypass but either way older gentleman not in shape you know, and, they're, and he's just, he was just going, again, going downhill, downhill until we stepped in and said, no, we're going to do something for him. And we did. And now he's recovering, surprisingly. Not surprisingly. Well, Think about it, that. It's very, very good news. Um, any final words, Joe, before we wrap up the podcast for the day? No, I just think that uh, – um... I think that at some point we've got to decide that we're willing to stand up and we're willing to fight. And one of the things we're doing, again, we're, we're doing at um, FEC United is we are specifically going out and going door to door. We're going to talk to people. We're going to bypass all the technology and all of the, the censorship. And we're going to go in all 50 states. We're going to walk door to door. and We're going to find people that want to get involved in taking care of our country. We're going to find all of the people that are Americans, that are patriots, that want to stand up. And then we're going to protect their information. We're going to make sure that we go old school and we're going to stand up together and we're going to connect and create relationships with other like-minded organizations. And we're going to continue to grow our footprint. And then we're going to make sure that every time they stand and say something that's absolutely wrong or goes against American values, that we're there to, to, to stop it. And, and frankly, it, it, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. And I, I said it earlier, and I'm sorry if it offended you, but there are a ton a ton of women and grandmas specifically that are standing up a ton seems like a lot more than men honestly there are there's less men than there are women way less way less yeah way less. yeah well gammy gammy sparkles on her own counts as a thousand women her and her <laughs> yeah. machete and her hatchet um, so that might be skewing the numbers just right there well that's gonna be it for this edition of the podcast if you like the podcast make sure you get the audio version of the podcast, subscribe and download it. Even if you watch this live, please do also subscribe and download it. Help us prove the numbers for our advertisers. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. Check out all the links in the description, including our sponsors, Burna HD. Remember, Burna.com. Use uh, the promo code CONSERVATIVE10 um, to get your 10% off. And then, of course, We the People Holsters as well. Go to their website, link in the description, and use CD10, and you'll get $10 off. Um, 
Great show today. Hope everyone has a great weekend. As always, my name is Max McGuire. This is Joe Oldman. John Tiktagin. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.